folks, uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports, and I'll use my computer and just go in here. I'm going to check. Okay. What's up, lads? What up, Dave? I can't tell you how much I hate the new Twitter function or uh, to the retweet. Yeah. Where it makes you it like it's like they want you to they want to coax you into quote tweeting, which quote tweets are usually bad. Um, and I'm guilty of it, but I just want to hit, hit retweet and be done with it. I don't want to open up a new thing. You know what I mean? I just just deleted two or three drafts because I was like, shit, I didn't want to quote tweet. I didn't mean to hit that button. Yeah. Uh, but I forgot that was the thing. I, I know exactly what you mean. Life is hard. Tough shit. So uh, I'm Dave. This is the Too Much Dip live stream. I'll introduce my co-host. There's Dylan to my left. What's up, everybody? Glad to be here, man. Not not really too excited for the football game tonight. I know we're about to talk about it. But, man, what a just an absolute shit fest. Uh, I'm happy to talk sports. NFC East implications, bro. What are you I mean, getting I hear against you. I mean, Arkansas I, I State? Hear you, but what's that, KJ? What do you got against Arkansas and App State? Honestly, it might be a better game. <laughs> I think it so. will be a better game. <laughs> 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 that uh, that other voice you heard—that's uh, that's the Mocha Clappuccino himself, KJ. You know what it is. Oh. He said it, not me. Hello, America. MC in the house. Fully embrace it. I have to also own up to my 16-and-a-half-year-old sister-in-law asking about random bits from this podcast. I'm just hoping this one doesn't uh, get oh, to that no. level. But oh, eventually, no. eventually. Dude, Stella's going to town on something. I hope that's Stella. Yeah, Stella, I'm trying to work over here, Stella. You got to chill, girl. Stella. <laughs> I thought Stella was just bumping tracks off of old-school outcasts. Me and you were, was about to start playing <laughs> hey, the guy that's not talking at all is Michael Weiner, TV Zone. Hi, fam. It's uh, great to be here. What a treat. Uh, I think our numbers are going to be down tonight because we're going up against the uh, the World Series. And, oh. as, and of course, or is the World Series off tonight? I guess it's off tonight. The World tonight. Series off tonight. Yeah. We're, we're going up against the debate. And uh, I'm sure that there are a lot of people that are watching this live stream that just haven't made up their minds. So they'll probably click out and go watch the, the debate here in a minute. Guys, I got an announcement. I voted today. Oh, shit, son. Wow, dude. Well done. <laughs> were you mobbing? At, were the boys up there mobbing at the polls? Damn, KJ just flexed. He voted in Dallas County. Must be nice. I'm <laughs> doing it. I'm doing it early next week. No, you're okay. not. Don't lie. You told me earlier you're not voting at all. I did not say that. Your boy is voting. I voted on. I voted uh, on Saturday. It's lovely, easy, That's, easy as it could be. To be clear, this is the first time I voted this election. I will be voting again. <laughs> I vote as many times as they'll let me. Watch us like trip some uh, like transcript uh, wire for YouTube about voting or some bullshit. We get embargoed. I mean, if anything, that'll be good for us. I'll t I'll take that pub. They're doing it for COVID. I've got that can't remedy. Even, can't even do some hoax talk. I don't understand. 
what are we doing tonight? We're talking games. We're talking uh, sports and other things. I'm uh, I'm enjoying a nice bourbon right now, so I'm a little bit uh, a little bit off my game. That's kind of sad that I'm sitting here blaming the, the crutch that is alcohol for my uh, very own shortcomings. But uh, if you guys haven't subscribed, please do so to the pod and also follow Too Much Dip on Twitter. That's Dip with two Ps and Too Much Dip podcast on IG. There you will see social media content, which everybody loves that. Monday, we do these pods on Monday. You probably know that, but if you're new here, check us out, subscribe, leave a review. Do you guys want to talk National Football League? Because I am dying to do it. If we have to. (laughs) Come on. Bring in the heat. Let's go. Let's go. We've got NFC East title implications tonight. I'm excited. You can't possibly be excited about this, Dave. No one could be excited. (laughs) You don't have to lie. I mean, this game is trash. This may be the worst Thursday night game uh, all season. And, and uh, I'm glad that I don't have to watch it. I, I I think that uh, the game will be trash, but my uh, not that hot sports take is that both of these teams will finish equal to or above the Cowboys at the end of the year. Wow. Uh, I think both That's of these hot. teams, well, with the exception of Saquon, will continue to get healthier. Uh, the Eagles, for sure. I think Deshaun Jackson is back tonight. Um, Sterling Shepard's back tonight. Uh, the problems that they have are with availability, not just team build, at least the Eagles specifically. Uh, so uh, I'm interested to see if the Eagles continue putting together good games. So the Giants haven't gotten blown out. They've just played bad offense. I mean, yeah, I mean, saying they're going to – they're going to be at or better than the Cowboys isn't saying much. They got Andy Dalton at the helm and no exactly. offensive line um, linebackers. that can't stay healthy. The worst secondary in the league. So, I mean, yeah, sure. Surprisingly, like the Seahawks might be the lowest ranked secondary by like passing yards, which doesn't fucking matter, but that just that blows, right? it blows my mind they that they're ranked Earl that Thomas. low. They need to go get Earl Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> So he can turn that uh, frown back upside down. Isn't that uh, what he said he can come back and do? <laughs> yeah. What a move. What a move. Uh, didn't we have a really bad be- a game two weeks ago that we thought was going to be just awful and it wasn't terrible? It didn't it involve your Jags, KJ? A- no, that, that game God. was terrible. I think it we was- thought it was going to be good for the Jags, and it was terrible for the Jags. The As- Dolphins – uh, with Fitzpatrick on his hot streak, which, he, I mean, you would assume they just kind of leave him in there for the rest of the year after him dominating Jacksonville and dominating the Jets. But I guess that's not it. Um, Dylan alluded to the the cliche dumpster fire that is the Cowboys. Um, it seems like there might be a, a, a slight mutiny amongst the players against the coaching staff. We don't know who. We've got some anonymous sources. Those are real hot these days. Jane Slater reports that uh, somebody said these guys just can't coach. They don't know how to teach. They're they're not good at their jobs. They don't like their gigs is what she's saying. Um, I don't know. I, I think everybody knows this. I, my theory is this is Jalen and or Demarcus Lawrence. I know that's not just my theory, but I it's somebody on the defense, right? Wild thought here. I'm just thinking of connections between Jane Slater 
and, you know, the Dallas Cowboys. And for those at home who may watch another podcast on this network, it wasn't that long ago that you guys had the same Jane Slater on, right? We did. She did our live stream. This is very true. And then there's another connection to the Dallas Cowboys organization via you guys. But I'm just saying wildly, uh, that's that's my guess. Well, I think... uh, It's one of you three is what I'm saying. KJ, uh, Dave, let me jump in here uh, and connect (laughs) some of these dots. The anonymous source was me. Uh, I I leaked this to, to Jane Slater. I quote... This coaching staff is totally unprepared. They don't teach. They don't have any sense of adjusting on the fly. And they just aren't good at their jobs. That that was me. I am the mole. And I stand uh, by those comments. Yeah, dude. It's Honestly, it's exactly what you were saying through, like, week three. Honestly. Yeah. I, I did see a stat this week that the Cowboys have given up more points through six weeks than any team since the merger 50 years ago, which isn't great. And then I also saw that, like, the worst defenses through six games in NFL history list, and the, like, the third worst defense was a Mike Nolan coach team, uh, 49ers team. So things are bad. They're, they're, they're bad. And these coaches, they're, they're not – I mean, look, I'm not going to bury McCarthy here, but he's clearly not a likable person. There, no one could like him. I mean, we can see that Aaron Rodgers, a difficult person too. They literally did not, there were, there were personality headbutting going on. Uh, he, this seems like if, if this team is bad and they are, and things go south, like he, I just don't see the players jumping to this dude's defense. But they have, is, is Mike he, Nolan's a great players man, coach in, dis, in disguise. I don't, that I don't recognize this. He just seems kind of dopey. And when you're winning, that's good. And when when you aren't, uh, it's easy to point the finger at that guy. That's my that's my take. I don't hate the thought somebody threw in the comments that it could have been Zeke. Like the attention's going to defense because they are historically bad. But while Zeke seems like he's going to put out the effort to like save face, I mean, who knows? Could be. Yeah, I like the idea that. Uh, you can coach up somebody who's got like fumble problems. Like he's a, how long has he been doing this? It's like, (laughs) and I don't know. He's had fumble issues before too. I I keep forgetting that we did Monday's podcast before the disaster that was Monday night football. So um, I don't even think we need to say anything about that, but that was, that's honestly, that sort of God, that was top five worst cowboy games I've ever watched. And I've watched many, many cowboy games. Not to flex, but I have. Dylan, your thoughts? Dylan can't even talk. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to say, KJ, you're a, you're a football guy. I, I, to me, when a team starts to publicly turn on each other like that, whether it be just among the players or players about coaches or vice versa, it's got to be like the biggest red flag um, a franchise can have, right? Absolutely, and there's there's really no like. There's no good resolution. Like what? You have a team right. meeting and you say, okay, hey, whoever it was, we don't care. Let's all kumbaya, come together, get some wins, and we'll move past this. Like it's always going to be in the back of the organization's head. Like mm-hmm. in Jerry 20 years ago, I would have been like, maybe this is Jerry. But Jerry now, like I think he's too old to be that uh, uh, like, that slick. Yeah. I mean, we, we know the team stinks. We're, we're watching them play. It's a, it's a shit product on the field, but – having inner tur- turmoil along with it. It's just 
it's a disaster. It ain't fun. It ain't fun. Yeah. How bad do things have to get before Jerry actually fires Mike McCarthy? It won't happen. Nah. Not, not, not now. I'm just asking. Like, if they lose six more games in a row, if they start two and two and eight or whatever they are, that'd be two and ten. I don't think there's a chance of that happening. You think he makes it the, the year? At least yeah, the he'll, give, he'll give him a year. You get at least a year. Yeah. I don't think it'll be a wins-loss thing. Like, this story would have to continue bubbling up, and McCarthy would have to say something about the lack of control or the lack of being able to coach without the oversight of Jerry. Like, he would have to begin chirping in a manner that, like, it goes against the grain of the power structure of the Cowboys, which, you know, it's not like that's necessarily all that Bill Parcells left over. But I think until that, you know, rears its head, I don't think that McCarthy's going anywhere within two years. Just because then that's Jerry admitting is wrong. And I don't think, I don't, I think that's just not going to happen. No, that's not happening. Uh, Seahawks Cardinals moved to Sunday night. I missed this. Is this a COVID thing? That is. Micah, do you have that? Or Yeah, I, this was an afternoon change because there is some some question about, I guess the Raiders were supposed to be in the evening game, uh, but there's some question and questionable uh, Raiders line was sent home due to contract contact tracing. Uh, so we'll see. It's It's good. This is a better Sunday night game, so... That's good. Seahawks Cardinals is what was it, Raiders that's something Patriots? I will be watching Sunday night. Right. Was it Raiders Patriots that got the Sunday night originally? Is that who they're playing? Yes. Yeah, I, I can agree. That's definitely one of those convenient things that they the NFL comes out on top here. Like, well, and I saw a lot of people on Twitter just saying that, like, so now the NFL is changing games three days before they the window happens. So, you know, for years we've heard that the NFL can't change games, they can't swap schedule, that coaches can't deal with this. The NFL is doing it like three days ahead. College football is doing it on a five-day window. Like, hey, just get ready to play. Oh, Raiders Bucks. Uh, Good point. And I think that, yeah, that has bigger implications. I guess that's why I thought Patriots. Um, Simply because after what we saw with the Bucks defensive line and defense in general, now they're going to play five backups for the Raiders. Like, eesh. Uh, I'm sure they took that line off from betting just in general. That wasn't, uh, that ain't going to be great. I wrote down Patriots. Um, on me. If if I may take a steal a quick dip and toss it into here since we're already talking yeah. Seahawks. Uh, am I the, I'm not the only one. I don't think who's wondering why they would even entertain Antonio Brown. Is that is that weird to anybody else? Seeing as how they already have a pretty solid wide receiving core and he AB is one of the more wild ass dudes in the league. Is this is there a real basis to this rumor or is it just kind of a, a media thing? Just just running with a storyline to make something happen. I think this one has a little more smoke than just a, a topic on first take. This seems to be sort of widely reported that they're kicking the tires on this guy. Mm. If I'm Antonio Brown's agent or Antonio Brown, damn it. I do that every time. Antonio Bryant's agent. No Brown. Antonio See? Brown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Antonio Brown's agent. Just something just doesn't click up here. I told you guys this. Uh, I'm blowing this smoke all day. And if the Seahawks are the one team that will allow me to do it, then, you know, so be it. Because uh, the way that I first saw it reported was that the Seahawks are interested and they're not the only ones. I'm like, what the fuck's that mean? That's when I started thinking like, okay, 
clearly you may have gotten an answered phone call from the Seahawks, but I don't see this as close to uh, which another thing um, we may need to look at is uh, I don't see this as close to happening as Dez on his uh, more than five touchdown return. Was that the number Please. you saw at the beginning of the season? Five touchdowns. I I, I was going to pull the audio, but he's not like signed. Two and a half. He's not I'm signed, so I, still, I'll pull it when I'm he's still signed. Still strongly on the under on that. <laughs> who would pick the over at five for a guy who hadn't played in how many years now? Well, let's go back in time. Well, we can't talk about player no, Cowboys that <laughs> haven't played a long time because Alden Smith is the single best player on the Cowboys, and he's been out of football for five years. So. God, they're pathetic. It just makes me angry. I, I feel bad for you, Dave. They're already they're gonna ruin your Thanksgiving. Yeah, they are. They already ha- they already have. They're, yeah, they've already ruined mine. We're we're month we're yes. a month away. I'm already bitching about Thanksgiving and it's October. We haven't had Halloween yet. Um I don't know. What are, are we gonna talk, Des? Like I I hope it works out. Is that is that beneficial? Like the whole thing was like he's he's gotta pass a physical. Uh, and, and judging by his IG videos that he posts, like every day of him working out, he looks good to me, the layperson. Uh, I don't know what that looks like when it comes to an NFL physical, though. That was, uh, I guess, the knock was when he he worked out for them earlier this year. That's when we talked about it before week one, and apparently the deal was that he was not in football shape, um, which you know we all know and say is a thing, and it's it's real. I don't know how you measure it in a physical. Uh, as opposed to, you know, padding up and actually running some practices. Uh, but it just seems like such a dangled carrot for them to be like, hey, if he crosses these bars, we're signing him to our practice squad, like our expanded 15-man practice squad. Like, okay, man, just do it or don't. And, you know, we'll deal with the news at that point. Yeah, I, I think anyone hoping that he catches a real pass in a real NFL game this year is – uh, that's wishful thinking. I just I don't think that's going to happen. I am that guy. Guilty as charged. I, with the I love Des. I just don't see it happening. Oh, man, I just want to throw up the X one more time for old time's sake. <laughs> actually, it's actually, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you heard it, but uh, Des caught it. Yeah, it's true. Hashtag. People, yeah, people say that. Man, that's sad. That's like the highlight of the last decade. <laughs> Would you, know, you guys like to talk college? College football. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's go to College Corner, Dave. College Corner, man. Get some schwaps. <laughs> the schwap corner. Oh, yeah. Guess who's uh, back? We got, uh, oh, Big Ten's back this week. Oh, and the Mountain West. Let's party. Very excited about this. Going to have a great time picking games later on for these Big Ten games. We just are just going to get slaughtered unless Micah continues his reign of dominance. That we'll get into later. I The results will shock you once I pull <laughs> the actual uh, Sabre analytics on our picks this year. Uh, but, yeah, Big Ten is obviously the story. I threw in the Mountain West being back. Only because of the fact that you will now have midnight football again. Like, that's that's the good value in, the, in Mountain West. You get some Boise State. You get some San Diego State. You'll get Hawaii playing late at night. I think Hawaii will be enter, entertaining this year. Um, in, in the five minutes of research on the Mountain West that I did, forgot his name, but wide receiver for Colorado State. They've got like a 6'6 wide receiver that if he can figure out how to move a little bit, 
he may be at least uh, worth tuning in on a, on the random Wednesday night game. That's Man, a, that's my I, Mountain I, West I, analysis. I truly, I truly love and miss the West the West Coast late night start. I mean, I, I, I always I know Pac twelve doesn't start till next week, but just going to sleep in like the start of the third quarter to like an Oregon State like Arizona game, it's the best thing ever. I love my, my my favorite thing about those late night games is like if you go to El Rancho at eight and then <laughs> everybody gets a little crazy and you're like, let's go hit dirty bills. And then I'm back home at 1230 and Caitlin goes straight to bed and I just sit on the couch just hammered and watch, you know, watch like eight minutes of a, a Mountain West game and why, then why don't really we... remember it the next morning. And that's she finds that you. She finds you sitting up on the couch at like 6 a.m. when she gets up. Yeah, it's like why? You're why are you gone. sleeping you're next to the dog? Just yeah, drooling on your shirt. Love that. That's what yeah, I'm. Hoping. That's what I'm hoping for. I've got some breaking news for KJ. A source close to the uh, team tells me that Warren Jackson from Colorado State opted out. Damn, it's terrible. <laughs> was that audio? Was that sound? What was that? What was that? Damn. I'll let you who figure out that? who that is. I'm just saying. Uh, do, do we have OJ on the board now? Uh, we got this. Okay. Oh, come on. Why did that sound like Klein to me? <laughs> did that not sound like Klein? Oh, hold on, Damn. Damn. <laughs> it kind of did, but, you know, at the end of the day, it, it there's something about that guy's tone. It's like, man, that guy's a double murderer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Allegedly. Klein's a double murderer. In civil court. I mean, you guys, you guys pick and choose when you trust the system, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Brandon Vaughn, that is a deal breaker, sir. I, I can't handle that. <laughs> what? That one. Oh, imagine, yeah, yeah. imagine. Couldn't be me. No. Uh, yeah, so Mountain West is back, but we can push that to the side. The Big Ten. I agree with your point earlier, David. It's going to make things, you know, clusterfuck as far as picking games, but like... Rankings, which I've bitched about every week. I, I've told myself I'll stop on that. But, like, how are you going to gauge the value of Penn State at 3-0 and here in two weeks? Like, is that going to be all of a sudden must-see TV watching Penn State, Michigan State, you know, for Thanksgiving or whatever? They better not ruin Thanksgiving. One of the, like, Ohio State or whoever is the top dog in the, in the Big Ten will have to make a just ridiculous case, I think, for a playoff. Obviously, you got to be undefeated, but you have to do so in convincing fashion. And there has to be, like, I don't know, like, you have to have three losses, I think, to, I don't know. It's just going to be a mess. And I can't wait for it, honestly. It's going to be fun. Mike, do you know how many games Big Ten is playing? I don't. I think it's 10, but they have no non-conference games. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're playing 10 or if they're just playing eight. I think Pac, the Pac-12 is playing seven yeah. games or something like that. Yeah, I, th- I want to say eight in that league, but I think the pa- the Big Ten's doing ten, but I, I don't know. Yeah, let's uh, see. Go ahead. Is there any games going this weekend that you're excited for outside of, let's say, Texas and uh, Texas Baylor and SMU? Who does, does Mizzou play this weekend, Micah? We do play. Uh, the Tigers host – Kentucky. Uh, it, it may be a road game, but it, it is Kentucky, and uh, I'm excited. We had the week off last week, 
after the uh, the LSU game, we were supposed to play some Florida. Or well, it wasn't Florida. It was supposed to be somebody, but got moved around due to COVID. So college football's back, and you know those Bobcats have a big game this week against. They got a chance to slay the dragon, BYU. Twenty nine and a half. Big, uh, straight to the playoff. Their playoff hopes dashed by the the Bobcats this week. I'm feeling that, pretty good about it. I swear to God, I would be uh, – you ruin Thanksgiving, ruin Christmas. If the Bobcats somehow pulled off the upset against BYU, I would be fine. I would be fine with it. <laughs> uh, I should clarify, the Big Ten Conference is playing an eight-game yeah. conference-only schedule starting this week. And a ninth game for uh, – What is the newly the created – Championship week. Yeah, so. Big Ten Champions Week will be on December 19th. So they will add in a week – Basically, if one of their teams needs it for bowl implications, they will structure that week to improve said schedules or to figure out who would be the champion. So almost a round-robin scheduling. Um, okay. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Biggest game note, in uh, Michigan, Ohio State's at 12. That I, I want to just kind of make you guys a little crazy. Uh, Fox, so game day's in Minnesota for Minnesota versus Michigan. Um, which can be cold and fun. Fox's pregame show is on the road this week. They're at the Shoe in Columbus for Nebraska at Ohio State. They call the game Big Noon Saturday, but every time I hear them say it, I just think Big Nude Saturday. And it makes me laugh every time, and I would encourage you guys to think about that every time you hear a promo for Big Nude Saturday. It's hilarious. Isn't that that what you celebrate at at your place every week? I am a big fan of Big Nude Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I, I call it Tubin Saturday. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Hey, a, hey, it's topical. I have a similar hey, Saturday, uh, but uh, I, I won't go through the acronym. It sounds sounds very similar, though, Micah. Uh, so, uh, Baylor-Texas is a weird game, and it's weird because normally it's – the last five years, it's been maybe longer. It's been kind of an important Big Twelve game, uh, and this this year, it's you've got disappointing Texas. Baylor's only played two games. Uh, both programs are. I'm not going to say the programs are in disarray, but like so, Baylor hasn't played because of COVID. We had 28 deep players and staff uh, with COVID, and they had to reschedule their game with Oklahoma State last week. And then Texas has just <laughs> stinks. The ba- they've got a band mutiny on their hands. The band, yeah, they're officially not playing the eyes of Texas. Uh, they're wearing the whites at home for the Which first time in first time in I think fifty ish six maybe Quite, sixty years something like that. Ironic. Best, best <laughs> uniforms in, in football. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's, that's a fair. That's a fair embarrassing point, Dave. Yes. Uh, they look great, though. Yeah. I did see the picture They're of them. Tight. It. It's I didn't notice Texas uniform. I didn't the notice how many uh, they look dope. emblems they've usually have on their their uh, jersey. That's what somebody pointed out is that they typically have like a huge Big Twelve, a big DKR, you know, Rainy Street Memorial, like all kind of bullshit <laughs> going on across their chest. Um, when when did Baylor last play, David? How long how long have have they had off? A month. Dude, they had a they they lost to West Virginia, then they had a bye, and then they had the Okie State reschedule. So it's three weeks. So you want you could argue it, you know, you could go one of two ways. They're rested, 
But their offense looked absolutely stagnant. And the worst Baylor offense I've seen in, in six years uh, against West Virginia, and, and I'm not trying to take any credit away from West Virginia. I don't know what their defense is supposed to be, but I'm assuming it's not like a world beater. But they looked awful, and I, I've got really, really low expectations for this game. Is Charlie Brewer not still there? He is. He is. He's. I want, I'd say he regressed, but like I don't think he's – they've lost a lot of talent. So I like Charlie Brewer a lot, but, man, You've got Larry not good against West Virginia at all. That's what's up. You've got Larry Fedora as your OC. Who's, you know, made some waves in North Carolina, Southern Miss, Oklahoma State, all that jazz. But I, I think he fizzles out um, most places that he's gone. Larry. Um, so you mentioned that game day will be in Minneapolis for number 18, Michigan, at number 21, Minnesota. I get it. It's worth celebrating the Big Ten being back. I love Minneapolis. Hell, Minnesota's campus is gorgeous. Great place. But this is a number 18 team versus a number 21 team. It'll be 30, 30 degrees. It's already snowing in Minnesota. I was talking to, uh, on a business call earlier, they were having like six to eight inches in western Minnesota. It's going to be ugly. Where Ooh, game hot. day should be is at the homecoming of those SMU Mustangs for the okay. number nine oh, Cincinnati no, no. Bobcats. Dude, snow, snowy football is the best football. Give me all the snow football games. I love them. I love oh, yeah. them on TV. I will watch them on TV even if I don't care about who's playing. They're so cool. I'm glad they're doing it there. I only like Let's snowy go. football games whenever the graphics guy has absolute hell trying to keep up with the yard markers and the hash markers. And they're like throwing overlay on overlay on overlay on the ground trying to figure out what color to make them. I love having to like shovel the yard lines every, yeah. you know, 20 minutes or so, like during commercials. Love that shit. Field goal holders like digging out snow yes, and warming yes. up his hands. Like kicking, yeah, kicking a, like a bare spot in the grass. You can actually get like plant a foot for a kick. We'll find this uh, entertaining when it's 9-7, and that's where game day was. Where they should be, it's number three total offense, SMU Mustangs at number 16, playing the number nine Bob, Bobcats on Saturday Shut up, Robbie. night. Robbie Handa? Um, the Bearcats. <laughs> no, they are the Bobcats until proven otherwise. <laughs> I have no respect for Cincinnati until after this week. This is SMU's chance to beat the Bobcats for a second time this season. Come on, we don't talk about that. Eat them up or whatever y'all do. Uh, SMU, I did see they released a pretty dope, uh, a dope new hype video it's featuring what, uh, one of their wide receivers. What's his name? Danny Gray. Danny Gray, the dude from Lancaster. Uh, I love what they're doing. They're recruiting like I want to buy all the SMU gear. We're doing I'm great. Just, they get me. They get me hype. I'm. Um, I'm excited for the game. It's the highest ranked matchup this week. Uh, we'll get to the picks later, uh, but it is homecoming. I wanted to throw out uh, if anyone had any notable homecoming thoughts and or memories worth uh, opining on here, be it college and or high school. No. No? Dylan, no, go attended, ahead. I never attended uh no, I've never attended a college homecoming before. I know it's a big deal at Mizzou. Maybe Mike should just take this. It's like their thing there. Well, like allegedly, allegedly we invented it there. We had the first ever homecoming. It's a big deal at Missouri. Had a lot of fun there. Uh, you gonna fly yeah. back to Columbia or what? I'm not. We're not gonna make it this year. 
Homecoming was canceled due to COVID, actually, for real, because of the. Uh, it was supposed to be last week against Vandy, and uh, I think that they're doing something against Kentucky, but it's just not the same. Did uh, Missouri send you an email saying the average family will spend $270 for homecoming events most years, but this year we won't be hosting those events, so would you consider donating that amount? Wow. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't get that one. Because I, I got that. <laughs> I got that, and uh, they got a quick uh, to the trash can. To the trash oh. can. No, no. If there's one thing I do not believe in, it's answering those emails and donating back to your, your fraternity or school and all that bullshit. I'm like, go wow, steal someone take. else's money. Dude, um, hold on. KJ, chill, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Dude, but yeah, did, I, don't, wait, I don't know. Is, It'll that, be is that audio not from his reaction to Jeffrey Tubin? <laughs> Damn, I can't confirm Jeffrey? or deny. He recorded this for me and gave me permission to use it. So I don't know where it came from. <laughs> That's what I'm just saying. He's That's like, all. hey, KJ, saying. I heard you live with a Nicole. I've got some advice. And he called me and then he gave me these sounders for the board. And then we went on. What a guy. A, a true gentleman. Yeah. Good dude. Do you, good dude. do you lads have any parting thoughts on college football? Nah, son. Because now I'd like to talk about something that all of us are really interested in, the World Series, Major League Baseball, which I have watched both games. Yeah. Both of them were worth the bang. That's that's the excitement level for baseball talk. It's baseball time in Arlington, Texas, noted suburb. World Series being played in Arlington, Dylan. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, yeah no, no, I'm I'm fully aware of that, man. This is a, it's been a fun series so far. Tied up, one one. Uh, Mookie Betts putting on an absolute show, and well, I guess that was more so the the uh, NLCS, but mm-hmm. uh, him and Bellin- Bellinger. I mean, it's it's a it's been fun. I'm having a good time watching this. The Rays, man. Who knew? Ground floor, Randy guy, right here. It's been proven. Audio backs it up. Uh, honestly, I'm just kind of – my only rooting interest is Kershaw. I'm a Dallas homer. What can I say? Um, but it's fun. I'm watching it, dude. I like ba- I like meaningful baseball. I love playoff baseball. Yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah. This is fun, man. I'm glad – it looks like it's going to be a good series. I don't know. Mike, have you watched any? I have actually. I watched uh, a lot of game one and a little bit of, of game two. Uh, playoff ba- baseball, always exciting. Uh, you've got to feel we saw in game one, Clayton Kershaw uh, hung on, got the win. He's had he's been awful in the in the playoffs historically, especially in the World Series. Uh, his ERA in the World Series was like over five, uh, which is awful, especially for him. But um, like I. I felt like weirdly nervous rooting for him. Like you could see his family there. I don't know. It was, it wasn't a feeling that I was expecting to have for a dude that's been in the league for 10 years and been a 10 time all-star. Like the guy's an all-time great pitcher. And yet I'm watching every pitch. Like, is this going to be where the bomb goes off? Well, It's a legacy. It's a legacy series. He's gotten shelled in the playoffs. Like as, as great as he's been throughout his career, he hasn't had strong playoff showings. To this day, so it's it's good to see him pitch well in the World Series. Of course, he fades he fades the deeper it gets. I don't know I don't know what the deal is there, but 
I do know I really, really am enjoying uh, John Smoltz per use. I think he's fantastic. Um, he's I kind of am bummed when I have to drop into Verdansk and can't uh, fully focus on the game. But, you know, you got to multitask sometimes, right? <laughs> he has been great on the call. I agree with that. Having Joe Buck in play like World Series mode is probably the closest I will get to like how much enjoyment people got out of Jim Nance for the Masters. Like Joe Buck gives me something extra in in a, in baseball playoff baseball mode. I will say that they've had a couple dips where they've kind of been like in between action and Joe Buck was like running through like 17 football notes. You could still hear, like, realize his head was like studying football. Um, but but I, I, he keeps me intrigued. Have you seen his work schedule this, like this week? Insane. Oh my God. The dude KJ place, man. So I heard, I heard he's been spotted at playing uh, Trinity Forest, Dallas national. Has he been down to thorn tree yet? I have not seen him cruise past the ninth. If so, he did not ask me what I was cooking up on the flat top this week. So uh, if he did play, I appreciate uh, your respecting of the privacy, Joe. If you see him, toss him a Mexican pizza and tell him to live Moss. <laughs> I will, uh, I'll definitely do that. I want to also bring this to everyone's attention. There was a different picture of just the boots, but uh, can we get a fit check on uh, one Randy Rosarina? You know what? And I put it here in the wrong spot. Give me a hot second. Uh, yeah, I can, I'll buy you some time, KJ. I've, I've, I've been thinking got, a lot I've about got. this election, and even though I've already <laughs> voted, kind of looking into it a little bit more, I'm like wondering, uh -huh. like, what is the Hunter Biden stuff? Here we go. Like, oh, never mind. Here we go. Is this the new segment called Too Much Drip? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Getting big. <laughs> God damn. I have not seen this. There's a close-up on his boots. He had posted this to uh, Twitter whenever they made the world series and I, I don't know if they were Luke Casey's and I think the boots he purchased for the world series were black. So I'm not sure if this is another fit or, or maybe I just saw the picture weird, but at Zoom least from this angle, that looks like, it's like a uh, ostrich. Maybe you got yeah, think. I think I see quills. That looks like ostrich to me. Those are good looking. Yeah. It looks ostrich, which is a power boot. Great boot. Great. Not a starter boot, but like a good, like second or third purchase boot. It's a good, yeah, it's exactly. It's a good starter after you just go like typical cowhide. It's a good starter, like exotic boot. I respect it. You got to think uh, those look a touch uh, up upwards of takeovers, which is more of my, my speed. But, uh, you know, shout out to Randy Rosarina. Uh, you guys want to do some quick dips? Uh, well, before we get there, there was another baseball oh. note. I wanted to... Uh, address some shortfalls on our behalf. Um, you know, there was a lot, really a lot of clamoring for more attention to be paid to uh, the team that did not make it to the World Series. Apparently, we should have eulogized and uh, uh, really focused in on the Atlanta Braves a little more than we did. I owned up to this. Um, you know, it's not every day you have one of your co-hosts get a tattoo uh, on somebody's body in that announced mid show. So we didn't touch on the Braves, but here I want to at least run through the roster of the Braves, get anyone's thoughts. Uh, and I'll do that in, in, in quick fashion. Okay. Six foot four left-hander Steve Avery. Five eleven and 48 Juan Berenger where mm -hmm. 36 Mike Belecki. 
Also number 36, Tony Castillo. Oh, uh, let's see. We also, we're going to jump on down. Number 47, Tom Glavin. Uh, yeah, we got number 43, Doug Sisk. Any Doug thoughts? Sisk, on- Sisk, man. Sisk, man. <laughs> Pete Smith, John Smoltz, Randy St. Clair. This is actually the 91 Braves roster I was trying to find like a year. I was like really invested in the Braves, but that's all I could find. So hot takes on the Braves. We'll keep it rolling here. Uh, I will say this talk. about the Braves and, and specifically about the Braves fans. You're, you should probably be glad that we we skipped over it because no one got to make the uh, cliche they blew a 3-1 lead joke that somebody would have inevitably made, Micah probably or me. It's quite true. It's unfortunate, but it's quite true. Which, look, Atlanta, I, I nothing but love, man. ATL, Shody. Let's do them quick dips. Let's do some quick dips. Uh, since we kind of cucked all the quick dips in football, <laughs> I added this one earlier. I don't know. This might be a media thing. I don't know. But the J.J. Watt, if, it makes all the sense in the world that Houston oh. would move him. I saw some people saying that maybe they could get a first-rounder for him. And I, I don't know what he's got left. Uh, multiple back injuries, whatever. They should definitely move J.J. Watt to a contender. I would love to see J.J. Watt on a, on a good team that's con- contending. Uh, and they need draft picks. So, yeah, why wouldn't they do this? They'd have to have a GM to negotiate the terms of the deal. He's like Mr. Houston Texans, though. Like Getting rid of him, that just means you're like – you're just signing your, your- – your death warrant for this era of Houston Texans football. You know what I mean? Like it's move it's, on. It's, Sean. It's, it's more Sean than just like than trading an, an aging defensive lineman. It's like, like, yeah, we're, we're going to be a different team starting next year. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, it's momentous. Where would it need to be for JJ Watt to be on board for on board with it? You know, I would assume Pittsburgh or oh. it's his other brother in San Diego or in LA with the chargers. Yeah, I believe so. Um, maybe Green Bay. I could see that being a factor. Or if, again, I threw out the Bears for Le'Veon. Uh, you know, him being from Wisconsin, you know, Chicago ain't that far. Uh, I'd be on board with it if it meant he was going to a contender and the Texans actually got something to recoup some of those picks back. I mean, I see why people are saying it, but. The dude throws – anytime you have a player like that that does so much for the community that they're in, I want them to say. Um, oh, both brothers with the Steelers. Um, but I want them to yeah, say we're calling Colligan. So, you know, oh. I wouldn't hate it. Uh, yeah, this would be like if uh, if it didn't work out with Dirk winning the 2011 finals. This is me bringing it back to the Mavs. Um and us having to move Dirk to a contender to rebuild. Like it would be tough. It would honestly, it would break me. I would be pretty miserable for like a year. Yeah. I think some Texans fans would probably feel that way about JJ Watt leaving the team. The one thing I'll say when I, when I used to live in Houston, like the level of star power that JJ Watt has there was insane. Like if you just flipped, if you're listening to the radio and you got to the, the sports talk station, they're talking about, J.J. Watt, of course. Like, it was during the summertime. And this was a story about four or five years ago about how J.J. Watt had built, like, they called it a man cave, but he just, like, built a gym in a barn in Wisconsin and where him and his brothers were working out. 
and it was like you flip to the sports station and they're talking about it, and then you go to like top 40 and they're like hey it's jimmy jones here let me tell you about jj watt he's up there making it happen he's building a man cave amazing here's ariana grande and then you flip the channel to like the classic <laughs> rock station that's what they're talking about you go to the spanish station and hola amigos jj watt and, and i was just like this is too much i couldn't handle it so i think people might be a little bit upset about it but if, if they got a first round pick back yeah i mean if they could get something good you got to go this season is over agreed and it's probably you know you got rid of the coach you got rid of the gm as you mentioned time to turn the page throw jj uh, to the curb Bob as well Seger. i mean i I would be surprised if they can get too much value for him, but he's still got a, a good season. I mean, he could he could make a run on a contender. What about he, a team that – Don't tell me J.J. Watt can't make a play for the Seahawks in the NFC Championship game. What you about know? a team I mean, that uh, is also in a state with no state income tax and is likely bound for the playoffs and really doesn't have a well-performing defensive line? I'm talking about the Cowboys here. Oh, yeah. Uh, if Jerry if Jerry throws away a first-round pick to get J.J. Watt, I quit. I'm out. Yeah, it would be, that's disastrous. That would be peak Jerry. Robbie brings up a great point here. Texans would never give up on a franchise player. <laughs> Robbie, you're crazy, not, man. Not two times in one fall. Yeah. If he were to be moved, yeah. my, my last question on this, if he were to be moved, you know, R.I.P. Chester Bennington. Uh, without Lincoln Park and or Fort Minor available as like a soundtrack to his hype videos, like who's he going to put on in the slow motion when he's like banging a hammer or the sledgehammer on a tire and pushing a sled the whole way to his new team and like showing up ready to play? He's got to go full Bryson and do Kings of Leon. <laughs> we need to break down that video on Monday. Uh, or or y'all need to if it's not done before then that needs that needs to be dissected. <laughs> we can. Uh, let's see. Quick dip. Oh, you you got any Stan Van Gundy takes, Micah? Uh, no, not particularly. Stan Van Gundy to coach the New Orleans Pelicans. I like Stan Van Gundy. Uh, I found him to be quite entertaining during the as an announcer. He's uh, he's not very good at Twitter, but he's very earnest. Uh, I heard him do a bunch of podcasts. How. He'd never had a Twitter, but somebody in the – he's a big part of the, the Florida Democratic Party. Somebody asked him to start tweeting, so he did. And so he's kind of ham-fisted, but it's it's kind of endearing. I would check it out. I like Stan, uh, but, you know, Shaq did call him the master of panic once, so he'll never get his reputation back. I, I did Damn. note there that he had coached Shaq – uh, when with my was when Shaq was in Miami or, or Orlando's departure? Miami. Okay. So Shaq in, or, in Miami, Dwight Howard in Orlando. He also had Andre Drummond. And very notably, his departure from Orlando was tied to the fact that Dwight Howard, who we all you know now do not like, uh, essentially got him fired. No question about it. Uh, there, well, was there was also that hilarious Dwight Howard press conference where he walked in and Stan was just drinking a Diet Coke. <laughs> it, was, it, was, uh, it was a whole thing. Like standing next to each other, and then they gets fired like that week or whatever. And then Shaq was accused of getting him run out of Miami. I don't think he had, Andre Drummond had much to do with it in Detroit. I did look back at the roster he took to the playoffs with Detroit, and the fact that he had like Spencer Dinwiddie early in his career, um, Andre Drummond early in his career, Reggie Jackson, Marcus Morris. The, they were an eight seed, but probably could have done a little bit more with that. Uh, obviously, East was stronger he- at that time, though. Huh? He was also the general manager, so 
you know, uh, you got to take some of the some of the heat. Yeah, that'll get you. I'm interested to see what happens, but the fact that he's now Zion's coach, we are. I mean, we're we probably have forgotten over the last two months just how much attention the NBA gives Zion and the Pelicans. Like this is all we're going to hear about as the season opens back up. Yeah. Agree. Um, I got nothing else on that. We got Habib just engaged you Saturday night. I, I can't express how excited I am. Don't let this face fool you. I'm just very, very tired. Um, no, I am pumped for this. Habib obviously is the favorite, but I think this thing's going to go the distance. I'm very, I, I think this, I think this is going to be the best, the best outing anyone's had against Habib. He hasn't fought in a while. And Justin Gage, he's a, not a bad wrestler and he's on a fucking tear. Yes, I am. Uh, I'll, I'll combine quick dips and H here because I am five eggplant emojis, five stiff eggplant emojis. Uh, for this fight Saturday, the Combat Sports Minute. Hopefully it goes 25. Um, and Dave, hopefully I can watch it with you and I can pace around the house because I will be full of manic energy. Very excited about uh, Where are you watching? Saturday's main event. I, You know, I do not know. And I think it's, uh, as Daniel Bailey in the comments said, it's an afternoon uh, event. Shout out to Abu Dhabi. Really? They actually yeah. switched to Abu Dhabi time for this card. Mm-hmm. So I think the main card... Uh, the, the main event will probably start about five, maybe. Um, so is that is that to appease uh, kind of nice? Because his to fan base the, uh, is back there. Probably is that to appease the champ. I don't I don't know why they're doing that. They had been running all the other events on U.S. time, basically. So the fights have been starting at like three in the morning local time, but for some reason this time they switched over. Well, Micah, let me know where you end up watching the fight because uh, we got a Parks and I have a birthday, like little kids' birthday party to get to it too. But after that, we're looking to mob. So let us know, man. All right. Wow. I mean, is, is Parks a big fan of cage fighting? Is he a big fan of Habib? Uh, no, but he's a huge fan of mobbing. So he wants to mob <laughs> everybody. That's good. You, you know, you could you could start training him just like Habib's father did. Have him wrestle a bear. Now's the time. <laughs> oh, that video is so cool. Yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> Uh, since we're doing the age report, let me just say, uh, I am super aged to fire up the two hour and two minute podcast. Just hit my, uh, Apple podcast feed and it's Joe Rogan and Matthew McConaughey. That is what I'm horny for. Can't talk me out of it. Let's go. It's going to be incoherent. It's going to be a ramble and I'm here for it. I'm H for it. I'm here and I'm H double H. (laughs) Give me SMU's homecoming. There's no question. I'm, I'm amped for it. Got to wait till 8 p.m. on Saturday to get there. But uh, I will be fully, fully torqued for it. You know what I'm aged for? Um, I'm aged for some, uh, some Warzone zombie action that I have participated very little in because I haven't found, uh, you know, the right, the right – I need, I need two people is what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> um, I don't know what you guys are doing later, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to parachute down. Uh, into a, a little town called Verdansk and kill some zombies. So this guy's, this guy's trying to drop in. I say, okay. Terra on Verdansk floor, for sure. I'll be there. All right. Let's Micah. do it. That's It's probably not going to happen for me. No, no, no. Are you? What are you horny for? Oh. No, uh, I think I'm horny said, for the fight, dude. Yeah, he's, he also oh, said yeah. the fight. I'm ready, I'm ready for war. 
He was H right next to you. Yeah, My should bad. be good. No, it's all good. I Here think we, it's time. Here we go. Ew. Seriously? Dip picks. There it is. Let's do it. Uh, before we jump into this week's picks, as I mentioned earlier, I did a little bit of deep dive through the analytics. Had to triple check, double check my triple checks, make sure all the records were accurate. Accurate. Uh, I would like to break the news to uh, you, David. I did have one week incorrect. You actually had one more loss than I accounted for throughout the year. Did not affect your total points, but I got that corrected. Dylan actually had you with one more point. Uh, or actually, no, you were Let's missing go. a you were missing a point, so you you added a point on Let's the year. Go. But we were kind of trashing ourselves on our picks and our uh, our records for the year. They're not that bad. David, you are in last place as of now at 31 and 38 on the year, bringing in at 44.9%. Not terrible. It ain't good. Dylan, 32 and 37 on the year at 46%. I'm almost oh. dead, dead even at 34 and 35. And the shocker of the year, one Micah Weiner, a whopping 62% on his picks God this year. Damn. 41 and 25. Holy shit. Like, I mean, just a reminder, the best handicappers in Vegas pick about 55 to 56%. If you're at 62, I mean, good Lord. And, I, you know, I haven't done any plugs today, but I can't take all the credit for these picks. My algorithm, the value index algorithm on backdoor cover, uh, picks every NFL game, and 62% is pretty good. That's where I, that's where I'm getting my picks. I would encourage you if you if you're serious about gambling uh, with some some actual with an algorithm, check out Backdoor Cover and plug over uh, link available in my bio. There we go. Let's jump into this week's picks uh, before the kickoff, so we can officially still pick this. Eagles are favored by four and a half. Giants and Eagles. I'll go first. I'm taking the Eagles. Uh, give me the points. These teams stink. It seems like a two or three point game. Yeah, uh, yeah. Give me, give me Giants. David, uh, I'm going. I'm going Philly, man. They, they, they can't lose this game. They can't. They simply cannot. Right? They're driving. Oh, it's already. I don't oh, have it on. It. Uh, all right, we'll keep rolling. The only other rank or the two ranked games that we didn't get to, North Carolina State and North Carolina face off as ranked teams for the first time in like 40-plus years. I can't remember the date. Maybe it's 30 years. Uh, number 23 at North Carolina State is getting 15.5 points at Mac Brown's Tar Heels. David, Give me State here. Okay. I think this is a – UNC is a better football team, but they haven't blown anybody out recently. So I, I will uh, stay with NC State. This is a bounce back game for Mac Brown. Give me UNC minus 15 and a half. David. 15 and a half feels like a lot. Uh, it is. I'm riding with State. Mac's going to, they're going to win. UNC, that is, but State's going to cover. I'm riding with State. 15 and a half seems like a ton. I know nothing about NC State, but I do know that you can't keep a good Mac Brown. Um, that doesn't wow, even make wow, sense, but I'm going to go that. with it. That's a new one. Uh, there goes that man. That. <laughs> Iowa State, number 17 Iowa State, going to Oklahoma State, another team that hasn't played in forever, but for some reason 
They are ranked number sixth in the nation, only favored by three and a half at home. I don't know what time this game is. I'm going to look that up, but let's go ahead and start with Dylan. You can change if you care to once I find this game time. That game's at 2.30. Okay, daytime, I'm taking Iowa State. (laughs) Nothing about Oklahoma State. I have not watched them play, but I can promise you they are not the sixth best team in the country. And for that reason, I'm taking Iowa State plus three and a half. Micah. I'll take Okie State. I hate Mike Gundy more than just about anybody in college football, but I, I think he's a man. Win, I think they're going to win the football man. game uh, pretty easily. He's 49. Or, is he really 50 already? <laughs> he he, might, he might be close. Said video? It it's feels been more like than it. 10 years, yeah. Oh, wow. Dude, Micah. <laughs> Micah, he's got a mullet, though. He's cool. crazy. The novelty is viral. Has worn off like it did a couple of years ago. Like, why does he still have that thing? He should have jumped ship when he when he had a chance. But Chuba Hubbard's legit. I will say that. Uh, David, need your pick. Uh, Okie State. Okie State can run the ball. Uh, Iowa State. I'll never. I can't pick a Matt Campbell team. Something about Matt Campbell just pisses me off. That's his name, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's just me being a t-shirt Baylor Homer. But I'm riding with the Pokes. Even they're they're rested. They haven't played in a couple of weeks. Not their own fault. They're healthy. The quarterback had like an ankle thing, I think. They're, they're, they're going to be fine. They're going to roll. Good. Okay, I've already picked Iowa State. Uh, Michigan, number 18, Michigan goes to Minnesota. Minnesota getting three points at home. Row the boat. Give me Minnesota. I think I think they may win the game straight up. I saw some some great tweets. This is year seven for, for Jim Harbaugh, which is kind of amazing. And people were like uh, – Somebody just showed a bunch of photos of headlines like this is the year Michigan turns around under Jim Harbaugh. And it was year two, year three, year four, and year five. Now they're in year seven. Uh, Minnesota's got a good program. It's going to be cold. Who knows in these Big Ten games? Anything could happen. I mean, this could be – Michigan could win this game by five touchdowns, and I wouldn't really be surprised. But I think Minnesota's going to get it done. And I I like them to win the game straight up for what it's worth. Dylan. Minnesota. I'm gonna save. I'm not gonna do a two minute spiel about why, like like Micah just did. But give me Minnesota, <laughs> David. Sorry. You mean actual analysis, <laughs> <laughs> David? Uh, uh, I, feel free to shred me if you're a Michigan fan. But can you tell me is is Harbaugh not like the Jason Garrett of college football? I don't hate I feel it. Like there's a, a comp there. I don't hate it. Okay, good. Uh, that being said, uh, to f- say. I'm, fa- I'm fading these guys. I'm going with Michigan. Uh, I don't know. It's Big Ten. I'd love to give you some analysis, <laughs> but I don't know, man. I'm going, I'm going with the, uh, the brand name, and that's Michigan. All right, we have Cincinnati at SMU. SMU is favored by two and a half at home. Late night game, there will be about 8,000. Bleeding red and blue Mustang fans in. Well, until they get kicked out for bad until behavior. Until they get yeah. kicked out and there will be 7,500. <laughs> and for that reason, I am riding with Cincinnati. Let's go Bobcats. David? They will not be kicked out because I have been told that a couple of their dads got together and they got an injunction that prevents the uh, student section from being removed this year. So there will be a full student section. There will be no masks, and the kids will be going wild like they do, croquis down, all that shit, even though it's nighttime. Let's go. Riding with the ponies. Triple D. Dylan. Uh, Give me the ponies, too. Uh, Cincinnati's ranked number nine. Really? Am I reading this correctly? You are. Luke Fickle. I got 
I got the ponies. Um, I will never have, never, won't ever pick against SMU to win. That won't start now. Two and a half points is a lot of points, though. A lot. That's a lot of points. Um, so you know what? Actually, give me SMU. I'll stick with SMU. I was going to take the points. Just seemed like too many. But I'll, I'll take SMU. I can't be caught uh, picking against them. All right, jumping into NFL. Carolina, whose situation is not that much unlike the Cowboys, except for uh, fewer offensive line injuries, and they seem to make it work with a brand-new coach. New Orleans somehow is favored by 7.5 at home. Give me Carolina. I like the hook here, too. Uh, Carol, I was big on Carolina last week. They were one of the few games I lost because, you know, shit, I'm so fuego. Uh, but I do like Carolina in a division game to keep this thing within a touchdown. Dylan? I am I am all over Carolina here, so much so this is also my big boy stack of the week. Oh. It's disappointing. Michael Thomas is even more disappointing. Why won't he play? Um, Carolina. Getting big. God damn. David. Exactly. Is Michael Thomas back? No. He is officially questionable. Oh. oh, the right. Saints are – Drew Brees is, is really, really good for about a quarter, and he's just really, really just old because he is an old man. He's 40. His arm's going. Like he doesn't have that much left in him. He has flashes of old Drew Brees, but, damn, I hate to go four for four, but I'm all right with Carolina. It's Matt Rule, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a pretty good Matt Rule impression. Go on. I you thought know, you were going to do a job rule impression. No, we're not going to do a job rule impression. We've got some great kids here at this program. And what Baylor's been able to do in the last couple of years, I think it's great. Thank you. Tampa at Vegas. David. Tampa's favored by three and a half. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Give me Tampa for no reason. Give me Vegas for no reason. Isn't Vegas' entire O line out with COVID? Correct. Okay, give me Tampa for. (laughs) (laughs) The ongoing global pandemic strikes again. Steelers at Titans. Two of the three. I'm going with the Bucks. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I've got got everybody at Tampa. Uh, I'm going to go with Vegas then, just to fade, and it won't help me out. All right, uh, Steelers and Titans. Titans, it's basically a pick them. Titans favored by one at home, two of the three remaining undefeated teams. Give me Pittsburgh. I, too, will take the Steelers here. The Steelers, we know, have a great defense, and they have a great defense against the run. This is something we saw uh, last week when Cleveland, uh, who is a run-heavy team, went in there and could not run the football. I see the same thing happening this week. Tennessee's offense is based around running it uh, first and foremost. I think it's going to be a problem. I like Pittsburgh to win this game and win it big. Wow. Although I will say Mike Vrabel is getting to the point where he's getting close to Belichick territory where I just don't want to bet against this guy. Like he seems smarter and a better coach than almost everyone else out there. But I'm betting against him today. With very little confidence, I'm going to fade you two and go Tennessee on this one. I'm not sure why. It just feels right. Anybody uh, watch the CMT Awards last night or just me? Was uh, What's his name there? Yes. Okay. Which Ooh. one? 
there were a lot of what's his names there. Um, the guy who got banned from Saturday Night Live, because Morgan Waller, because he was out just making out with Alabama sorority girls, was there. I was like, why are we putting him back on TV? Oh, the musician. I got you. Yeah. Um, uh, David. I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna ride with Pittsburgh. Uh, Titans should have lost to the Texans last week. Like they kind of gave that game away. Like they should not be undefeated. Not not that I don't think they're good, but like I'm right with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's really good. And finally, for big boy sacks, we now have Sunday night football of Seattle at Arizona. Seattle also undefeated. Arizona getting three and a half at home. Kyler Murray, primetime TV. Twice in one week. Give me Arizona. I like the hook uh, that half point. Seattle plays every game close, and this feels like a field goal game one way or the other. David? Uh, despite what the score said, Ariz- Kyler did not play that great against the Cowboys, and the Cowboys have a pretty – Nine passes. And right. they put up 38 points. Only seven across the line of scrimmage. This is going to be a fun game, but I'm riding with the Seahawks. I, I, I don't. I, I know their defense isn't like your typical Seahawk defense right now. Maybe they'll make a move and get uh, JJ Watt in there at some point. But uh, yeah, I, I'm riding with the Seahawks. The, the Cardinals aren't that good. Yeah, I'm taking Seattle. I think Arizona's riding a little too high after that Dallas victory, thinking it was a an accomplishment and it really wasn't. Um, yeah, we stink, baby. We stink, baby. Let's go Seattle. I think Seattle gets up, or I'm sorry, Arizona gets up early. Uh, again, finding out that their secondary is that bad. Uh, it's surprising, but uh, any team that has K.J. Wright on it and Russell Wilson, uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick them. So let me go with Seattle to wrap it up. Big boy sacks needed from three of the four of us. I will lead us off here. I don't have a bit, but what I do have is Dino Babers' last shot at remaining the head coach of Syracuse. He is uh, getting 46 points, giving up 46 points, or giving getting 46 points. Uh, Clemson's favored by 46. I will take Dino, don't let me down here, Syracuse to cover. I don't see Clemson running up the score two weeks in a row. Give me Syracuse plus 46. They looked really good against Liberty. No, they didn't. <laughs> they did not. I know. It looks bad for your boy. Plus 46. No, that's a lot of points. That's a hilarious amount of points. It, I, it didn't I, I work for me last week. <laughs> I got plus 31 for uh, UMass, and it didn't hit. So I'll take plus 46 for Syracuse. <laughs> it was their only game of the season. I don't know. You only had to watch one team, but I didn't take into fact account that they picked that game or they set that game up like on four days notice. They took that fight late. Uh, okay. Micah or David big boy stacks. There are two teams in the NFL that are zero and six against the spread. Uh, one is your Dallas Cowboys. The second, the New York jets, the Cowboys, Washington football team game is too ugly to, to pick a side on. I mean, I God help us uh, how bad that's going to be. I will take Buffalo with a bounce back against the Jets. I'm just going to bet against the Jets every week. They are fucking awful. And Joe Flacco. What is, is uh, how many points are they getting? I've got, I'm seeing 12 and a half. So you're taking Buffalo plus 12 and a half? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I was looking up. Uh, I thought I saw Arizona also was 
over against the spread, but I could be wrong. Uh, okay. David. Give me Baylor getting nine against the Longhorns. I've had a little, I've been thinking about this. I do I like think Texas, <laughs> Texas wins. Texas should win this game, but it'll be, it, it's going to be close. It's going to be an ugly close what? game. Texas always plays down to opponents. That's what they do. I'm not gonna argue. Big God but still. Damn. Oh, hold on. I'll do this one. <laughs> <laughs> Won't regret Why that. What is happening here? What was Won't that? regret. That's what the guy on the side of the video was doing. Yeah, I know. But he Why was he doing that? I don't know. I do not Come know. Come on. Always. Nobody's air jerking in 2020. Get out of here. Uh, yeah. If you're gonna air, if you're gonna air jerk, may as well real jerk. Coward. Shouts <laughs> <laughs> to Tubin. Damn. I'm just saying. All right. Anybody got anything else? Let's get out of here. Let's go uh, hit the Verdansk floor. Yeah. Let's watch this trash football game and, and drop into Verdansk. All right. Goodbye. I want my chips with the dip. That's all. I- I don't want my chips playing, I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.